It's time for the Indiana Hoosiers to win a big game. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this, the Locked On Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Well, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you being an everydayer. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Locked on Hoosiers. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. So if you're on the video version on YouTube, thank you so much for being there. You can like the video, subscribe to the channel as we push towards 1,700 subscribers. Help us get there. We're really close. Help us be a part of that, and you can uh, do that. It's free. Don't have to do anything else. Just hit the subscribe button. If you're on any of your audio platforms, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. It's time for Indiana to win a big game. And you look at this schedule, they haven't done it yet. They have a decent couple of wins, but it's time for Mike Woodson and this Indiana men's basketball team to get a big win. And guess what? They have three wonderful opportunities to do that in a row, starting with Tuesday this week, when the number one team, currently the number one team in the country, Purdue, comes here to Bloomington and takes on your Indiana Hoosiers. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about those three games coming up and how the Hoosiers have an opportunity to get the biggest win so far this year and how they can do that and what it's going to take and what it would mean to get those wins on the schedule. We'll also take a look at some of the comments from head coach Mike Woodson, as we typically do following a game for Indiana, this time, of course, being a win against Minnesota on Friday night. We'll kind of see what the head coach had to say, and we'll also take a look at some Indiana recruiting and women's basketball updates. So that's what's on the docket for today. And when you look at the next three games for Indiana, we all know what's here. We know what's about to happen as of right now. Okay, these are the rankings of the next three teams. And I say as of right now because I'll admit this was recorded Sunday afternoon, and the AP poll, the new AP rankings, will come out on Monday, right? They'll come out Monday, and there could be a little change here. Purdue lost a game, right? As of as I speak, Illinois, as I look over it at the score at the TV, Illinois is down by five to Maryland uh, with three minutes to play on the road, right? That's in Illinois. Maryland's on the road at Illinois about to take down the number 10 team in the country. May give us a little bit of hope as Indiana fans. We'll get to that eventually. But as of right now, all right, as of right now, here are your next three games. You're home against the number one team in the country, Purdue, on Tuesday. Then you go to Wisconsin, the number 15 team in the country. Then you go on the road. Thankfully, you get a nice week off here. Then you go on the road to number 10, Illinois. And when you start looking at this Indiana team and you start looking at this Indiana resume more specifically, it's not great. It's just not right. Indiana's done about what they were supposed to do up to this point 
minus a loss to Rutgers and Nebraska. And one of those is better than the other. We know Nebraska, what they did to Purdue, and the Boilermakers have since bounced back and, and beat a pretty bad Penn State team. And so really the Rutgers game is the only one that I don't think Indiana just flat out should not have lost, right? Now, Nebraska won hurt at the time, but I think we cannot kind of understand where that's coming from. And I think Nebraska is a better team than people thought they were going to be. But you look at Indiana in the net rankings right now, and it's not great. Indiana's 97th in the net rankings as of right now. 12-5 and five overall, 1-2 and two on the road, 1-2 and two in neutral play, 10-1 and one at home. And the only loss was that Kansas game. We know how much better this team plays at home than they have on the road. But here's the number that really, really bugs me and really bothers me. Indiana's record in quad one games. Quad one games are the big-time games, the big-time teams, basically NCAA tournament teams. It's the easiest way to look at this. Quad one, you've got to win those, and you've got to have a good record come Selection Sunday in quad one for you to be considered to make the NCAA tournament. The Hoosiers are 0-4. They're 0-4 in quad one games. And guess what? Your next three games are all quad one games. You've got to find a way to get a win in one of these next three. I don't care if it's Purdue, Wisconsin, or Illinois. I want to win one of them at least. Would love to win two. Obviously, would be over the moon if you win all three, but I don't expect that to happen. But I really do think that Indiana can win one of these games. And I think we all know which one we have the best chance to win. It's Tuesday night. It's against Purdue. Why? The main reason is because it's here at home, right? It's here in Bloomington, and that gives us the best chance to win no matter who we're playing. So. I say all that to say this, the Hoosiers got to start winning big games because what they've done up to this point does not put them in the NCAA tournament. If Selection Sunday was today, they'd be out. They have not done anything to get them into postseason play. This is your best opportunity this season to do it with three quad one games in a row. Because think about it, we're halfway through January by now, which is wild to think. But we're halfway through January. We're two months away from Selection Sunday, and Indiana hasn't done anything to get them into March Madness. So if you win one of these games, or hell, even win two of these games, that's a really good opportunity because then your quad one opportunities then become limited. You do play Purdue again. That's on the road. You play that on February 10th. You play Wisconsin. Thankfully, that's at home on February 27th. And then the Michigan State game at the very end on March 10th. So you still do have some quad one opportunities, but you're not going to get a better chance than three of them in a row with the number one team in the country as of right now, your biggest rival, the Boilermakers of Purdue, coming here to Assembly Hall. That is our best chance to do that. And it's time to do that. It's time to win. And let's find out if this team's legit or not. Let's find out if this team can actually do something in 2023 and 2024. Because this is where we're going to learn. If you don't do anything in this next three games, cash it, in my opinion. I just think if you can't hang and try to win one of these, then I don't know what you're going to do the rest of the season. What are you going to do, beat up on Penn State and Northwestern? Cool. That doesn't get you anywhere in the big picture, in grand scheme of things. It doesn't get you anywhere by beating up on bad teams, losing to mediocre teams, and getting blown out by good teams. Purdue is your best chance to do that. But just win one of them. Just win one. We've had this conversation before, but it's time to win a big one. And on tomorrow's show, 
full Purdue breakdown, full Purdue preview. We'll talk about why this is the best chance besides it being at home. That's a huge factor, but we'll have a lot more on that on tomorrow's show. But Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois. It's time to win a big one. You have three chances to do it, Mike Woodson. You have three chances to do it, Indiana. It's time to get that done. Let's start building this resume for March because March is right around the corner and the Hoosiers have got to start getting some big wins on the resume. Coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll take a look at head coach Mike Woodson's comments following the Minnesota win. What did he have to say? What did he like? What did he not like coming off the win on Friday night in, in Assembly Hall? We'll take a look at that, and then later on, we've got some recruiting info to give you, plus some women's basketball updates as the Hoosiers fell to the Iowa Hawkeyes. That's all coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, and it's playoff time now, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Had some playoff games on Saturday, a couple playoff games on Sunday, and now we got a playoff game on Monday because Buffalo and the city got scared. They didn't want to play in a blizzard. Whatever. You can play negative 30 in Kansas City but can't play in a blizzard. I don't know. I'm not there, so I can't say much. But you get what I'm saying. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose. Doesn't matter. You don't have to win. You can lose. You can lose horribly. You're still going to get 150 in bonus bets. The app is easy to use, and there are many different ways to bet. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay using the Parlay Hub. That's the best way to find the biggest and best, most popular parlays. Use same-game parlays, live same-game parlays. It could be the second half, and you can put a parlay together if you want to, and much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Be sure you follow us on X as well, at Locked on Hoosiers. We tweet out there periodically, let you know when we post episodes. We got takes on there. We'd love to get your thoughts there. You can comment on the YouTube video if you're on there. I'd love to hear your thoughts. We always try to talk about what you guys have to say as well, and we appreciate all the everydayers out there who are here every single day. want to remind you really quickly before we get to our next segment about Locked On. If you have not checked out Locked On Sports today, what are you doing? It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, a live stream on YouTube. Just search Locked On Sports today. It's all the coverage from all the sports from all of our Locked On experts and our Locked On channels, college shows, professional shows, lots of NFL stuff going on there right now with the NFL playoffs. You've got to go check out Locked On Sports today. Give them a subscribe. They would appreciate it. You can check it out. It is the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel, so be sure you go help them out and check out Locked On Sports today. Let's take a look at what head coach Mike Woodson had to say after Indiana took down Minnesota on Friday night, 74-62. to We know that score may not tell the whole story as Indiana was up pretty well in that game and then you know, kind of eh, kind of gave it up a little bit, but you still get a win in the Big Ten, thankfully, and Indiana will take all of those that they can get. Here are some of the things head coach Mike Woodson had to say. Obviously, he was pretty impressed with a win. Um, nice, to, uh, nice to get one of those in Big Ten play. And started out talking about McKenzie and Baco, who had uh, a really, really good night for the Hoosiers 
and uh, led all scorers with 19 total points. And head coach Mike Woodson was asked, I said, had a really good game tonight, career high, made threes. You've mentioned before he continues to improve. What did you see tonight from him that you liked the most? And here's what head coach Woodson said. He said, I thought he was aggressive right from the start. I thought our whole team was aggressive on both ends of the floor. He got some good looks early that he made. I ran a couple of plays for him that he was able to knock shots down. And the way they double team and opened him up on the backside as well to get shots. And isn't it nice to see this from McKenzie and Baco? I agree. I agree with coach. I mean. It is really, really nice because it wasn't but about, what, a month or so ago that we were on. I was on this very show. I was on this very podcast, and I was saying, man, McKenzie and Baco's just struggling. He's just struggling. And maybe the expectations for the McDonald's All-American five-star freshman were a little high. Myself, I will take blame for that. Maybe they were a little high, and it took him a little bit to get going. He's definitely not perfect, and he still has his, his problems, his issues. But he's playing a lot better, and he's playing a lot more confident, especially on the offensive side of the floor. He's just feeling his shot, and I've said this multiple times. His shooting stroke for a big man is unbelievable. I mean, it is really and truly unbelievable. That's what made him a five-star McDonald's All-American. He needs to improve defensively. His basketball IQ is still growing and needs to grow more, to be honest with you. But it's really nice to have him, and early on in games, Man, he has open looks. Before they under, before the defense realizes what he's doing and, and Coach Woodson said he's running plays for him, absolutely. And, hey, by the way, Maryland just beat Illinois. That just went final. So <clears throat> we'll see. Excuse me. We'll see if Illinois is still a top-10 team. But just to let you know, Maryland beats Illinois. Anyway, McKenzie and Baco is playing really good basketball. And Indiana needs that because it takes off the pressure from Kalia Ware and McKenzie, or from Malik Renew, right? Because we see those guys get double teamed all the time. And so it may be coming up in some of these big games against Purdue or Illinois or Wisconsin. It may be a, a McKenzie and Baco opportunity to be that guy once again, like he was against Minnesota. But the Hoosiers may need it even more in close games if he could step up and hit a big shot, get some rebounds, or maybe even put it on the floor and get to the rack. I'd love to see him do that a little bit more, but it shows, and it, it turns out that uh, head coach Mike Woodson's really impressed with what he's seen from Mackenzie Abaco so far. Uh, a question about Gabe Cups on the defensive end. Uh, so Gabe Cups was guarding Elijah Hawkins early in the game. Elijah Hawkins has kind of been the head of the snake for Minnesota. Uh, he was asked to talk about the trust you have in Gabe uh, to put out that level of defensive effort. <clears throat> wow, excuse me. Uh, the defensive effort to take them out of their game. And Woodson said, well, he's done it before. I uh, he said he's been doing pretty much all season when we stick to him and on when we stick him on real quick guards. He said the Michigan guard was kind of an example, I guess, of him going out. We're all asking him to do his job of uh, just put heat on the ball and maintaining it and not letting him get downhill. And for the most part, he did a hell of a job doing that. And I agree. I agree. Okay. Gabe Cups. And I've been a huge, huge criticizer, right? I've I've been hard on Gabe Cups from what he doesn't do on the offensive side of the floor. But defensively, he is really good. And he's holding his own, okay? Is he great? Is he legendary? No, right? He's not. But he is holding his own against some really, really talented guards in the Big Ten. And I promise you the Hoosiers are about to see 
three to four to five really talented guards coming up in the next three games. So how much does Gabe Cups play? We don't know what the situation with Xavier Johnson is, who didn't play a ton of minutes the other night against Minnesota. And maybe that's Mike Woodson sending a, a message, or maybe it's a sign that he's not going to play, or maybe it was one game. I don't know. We're going to find out. But the trust that Mike Woodson has with Gabe Cups defensively, and I think a lot of us Indiana fans have, is you can trust him more times than not on that end of the floor. But God, if he doesn't start doing something offensively, I'm really going to be upset because he's a liability on offense. He's not doing anything. So what I mean by that is the Hoosiers are playing four on five offensively. The other teams aren't worried about Gabe Cups. They're not worried about that. He hasn't shown he can make a shot. He hasn't shown he's going to put it on the rack and get to the, or put it on the floor and get to the rack. I want to see more of that. Because once he starts doing that, then they have to respect him and guard him, and that opens up plays for Ware, Renu, and Baco, maybe even Trey Galloway, and, and other guys like C.J. Gunn and Anthony Walker off the bench. So defensively, absolutely, Gabe Cups is playing really well. I just need to see more on the offensive side. He said, uh, this is a really good question, and the answer's okay. He was asked... Can you put your finger on it all as to how you guys can be so bad one night and then so good the next? And this will be the final one we talk about. Here's what head coach Woodson had to say. He said, well, it's on the road. He said, it's tough on everybody in the Big Ten on the road. He said, it's not just our team. Everybody is kind of having a tough time winning on the road. We've got to figure it out. Our safe haven is here at home. I get that. We've got to continue to win our games here at home, but somehow I've got to help us over the bump, over the hump, and get us feeling good about playing away from home. He said, I really thought that wouldn't be a big problem for us after winning the Michigan game right off the bat, but it has been, and we've got to fix that moving forward. Yeah, I mean, duh. And the unfortunately, the win on the road at Michigan is not shaping up to be all that great, all that impressive. We thought it was just like he did. We thought it was early on, and... Maybe that was a sign that the Hoosiers could go on the road in this conference and win. Wasn't a tough crowd, and it's not a good Michigan team. So don't put a whole lot of stock into that. You've got to find a way, like he said, to get over that hump. You've got to perform on the road. Because these next three games that you're playing, that you have to get a win somehow to get a big win, to put it on your resume, to get that quad one win, guess what? Two out of three of those are on the freaking road. You've got to find a way to perform Maybe not at just the super high level, but at least hang in the game. Don't get blown out and don't just get run out of the gym. You can't, and, and it almost seems like it's a mindset sometimes where it's like, well, we're on the road. We're going to play terrible. I guess we're just going to lose this game. I think a lot of Hoosier fans are in that category. But if the players start thinking that way, then we're in trouble. We're absolutely in trouble. So, not a great answer from head coach Mike Woodson, but a great question. And the Hoosiers got to find a way to figure that out. No, you don't play on the road in, in March Madness in the NCAA tournament, but to get to the NCAA tournament, like we've been talking about, you've got to have the resume. And guess what? Road wins help you build that resume. That's what has to happen here for Indiana. You've got two big games on the road coming up, and you have your game at home. Got to figure those things out if you want to win one of your next three. We'll see what happens. But some good comments from head coach Mike Woodson. There's a lot more, but. Overall, good things from the head coach after Indiana takes down Minnesota on Friday night as they look ahead to Purdue 
on Tuesday. Coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers, our final segment, we'll talk a little Indiana recruiting. There's a big event going on here in the state today. And we'll also talk a little bit of women's basketball. There's some updates there. Had a big game over the weekend. We'll talk about all that coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers in just a second. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That's scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if uh, my, my grandparents or my parents even, or one of my siblings got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, uh, sinuses, skin infections, among others. This stuff can happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, that's J-A-S-E, medical.com, and use offer code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get $20 off your first order. Welcome into Locked on Hoosiers again, our final segment coming up here on today's episode. I appreciate you being here, making this your first listen each and every day. Again, like the video, subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube. You can subscribe on your audio platforms as well and turn on notifications across the board where we are free and available wherever you get your podcast, so you never miss an episode, especially our bonus episodes on the weekend. So be sure that you do that. Make sure you don't miss any of our episodes Want to talk a little Indiana recruiting really quickly um, about some guys that Indiana is keeping track of uh, with a huge event that went on on Sunday. Uh, the Hoop Hall Classic uh, is going on. It's an annual event in Springfield uh, at Springfield College where just so many big name recruits in this area go and play play a bunch of games. And there's some big time guys here for Indiana, including Derek Queen, a guy we did an episode about last week who pushed his decision date back into February that Indiana is still really, really high on and trying to make a late push. Also, Liam McNeely, a guy that's already committed and signed with Indiana, trying to get Derek Queen right, those two teammates, trying to get them to come together. Uh, you have Darius Adams, you have Jalen Harrelson, and uh, a lot more. So want to talk about some of the guys that are there and what this could mean for Indiana if they are to uh, to land some of these guys. And we'll start with Derek Queen, a guy we've talked a lot about. Six foot Tim from Monteverde down in Florida, ranked number 12 nationally in 2024. He is the teammate of Liam McNeely, six foot seven from Montferde, right, and right number 15 nationally. I mean, just think about if you could get both of these guys. You've already got one, right? You've already got McNeely. But, man, if you could get Derek Queen and pair those two guys together, they're so talented, man. They're so, so talented. And we know in college basketball how getting one to two, three of these types of guys, if you're able to get that lucky, but even two of them, man, that's a program changer. That's a season changer for 2024 because we talked about the guys that you could lose or will be losing from this Indiana roster. 
anywhere from one to two to four to five guys that could leave this roster if they don't use their extra years and all that type of stuff. So getting guys like McNeely and Derek Queen, man, it would really just give this team a boost going into next year, especially if this year doesn't end up like we want it to for Indiana. And if you're the Hoosiers, you've got to feel good bringing in Liam McNeely. He is signed, sealed, delivered. He will be here for 2024. And you just want Derek Queen to. You want him, man. You absolutely want to get him on campus and get him to sign. And we know we're not alone here. I mean, there are some other Big Ten programs that are really, really wanting him. Uh, rightfully so. The guy's a great ball handler. He can shoot. He's lengthy. He's physical. And he's only going to get better. Reminds me of maybe a better McKenzie Mbako when it comes to handling the basketball and just an exciting player to get five stars like that on the roster would be huge. So those guys are competing at the Hoop Hall Classic. You also have a couple of 2025 guys uh, going on some guards. Indiana fans are going to like to hear this, right? Some guards that Indiana's looking at. Uh, you have Darius Acuff in the class of 2025, five star, six foot three from IMG, ranked number eight nationally. You also have a five star Jalen Harrelson. He's six foot six. That's a nice sized guard. Let me tell you what, in 2025, ranked number 11 nationally. And four-star guard in 2025, six foot five, uh, Darius Adams, who goes to the same school as Jalen Harrelson, right number 22 nationally, and a bunch more 2025. Hell, even some 2026 guys in there as well. So think about that. Think about the fact that Indiana is already hammering on 2025 guys, and these are just Hoosier targets, right? I'm not saying these are guys that are coming to Indiana or have Indiana in their top two or whatever. You know what I mean? These are just people and players that Indiana has their eyes on and trying to really prospect these kids. And when you're trying to get in the door of some of the biggest names in the 2025 class in terms of guard play, that's huge. And again, I think Indiana fans are really going to like to hear that. The Hoosiers are going to need guard help. They are. They're going to need it. Because I think next year is kind of scary for 2024 uh, when it comes to the guard play. And if you could bring some guys in for 2025, then you could be okay. And when you start talking about guys that are six foot three, six foot five, six foot six at the guard spot, I know that sounds kind of crazy, but man, look at basketball now. Guards are huge, man. Look at the NBA. The guards are massive. And the days of having 5'10, 5'11 guards, that's gone. Six foot, six foot two is kind of on the shorter side for guards nowadays in some areas. And Indiana's trying to get in the door again with a 2020, uh, three 2025 guards, and then the two big ones for 2024. Because I mean, that class is almost done, it's almost wrapped up. Like you, you were in 2024, so recruiting for this year. It's almost done. You're going after those last-minute guys that have not committed and signed yet, one of those being, of course, Derek Queen. And you've really got to start hammering on 2025 and for 2026. There's a couple of guys there that Indiana's after as well. Recruiting's got to continue. It's got to be better, I think. You've brought in some good players, but to hang with what a new Big Ten's going to look like, who knows what college basketball is going to look like. We know all the crazy changes in football, but Indiana, they're putting in the work. They've just got to get the wins um, in, in the recruiting battle. So lots of big names there. We'll keep you updated here on Locked on Hoosiers with any changes and, and updates when it comes to 
Indiana men's basketball recruiting. Did want to hit on this very quickly before we get out of here. Indiana women, uh, they went on the road on Saturday. A huge matchup, top 15 game. Hoosier number 14 in the country. Iowa, number three in the country. We know how good this team is. Had higher hopes for what this game could be, um, but a huge second half for the Hawkeyes helped take down Indiana 84-57. to The Hoosiers just couldn't hang by the end of it. And look, Mackenzie Holmes is a superstar. We know that, and she did everything she could for the Hoosiers in this game. Uh, she had 16 total points, seven rebounds, four assists as well on 6 of 13 shooting. Had two more starters in double digits uh, with Garzan with 11 and Parrish with 11. Almost had uh, more. I mean, you had ele- you had 9 and 6 from the other two starters, but only four points from the bench. That hurts. That hurts. And not like the bench is, is the strong suit for the Lady Hoosiers, but, man, it's tough to deal. It's tough to come back, and it's tough to win when Caitlin Clark goes off for 30 points. And they also had four of their five starters in double digits. Davis had 18, Marshall had 12, and Martin had 10. That Caitlin Clark's something special, man. I mean, she is something really, really special. And I heard this conversation being had the other day, and it sounds a little crazy, but I think there's some merit to it. Caitlin Clark may be the only women's basketball player that I think could run in the NBA for a little bit. Because I'm not hating on women's basketball by any means. There's some really, really good players there, and they are extremely tough, and there's no way that anybody, any of us, could run with them. But we just know the physicality of the NBA in men's basketball is just at a higher level. But Caitlin Clark doesn't play physical basketball. Caitlin Clark's a sharpshooter, man. She pulls up from half court and just buries it. She doesn't care. And it really is interesting and just amazing, really, to watch her play. I'm curious. I mean, she could run in some serious college men's games and possibly the NBA. I mean, I heard somebody having that conversation, and I was like, hmm, maybe. It was kind of a head-scratcher. It kind of had me thinking a little bit. Indiana just just couldn't run. This was on the road, and that ended a long winning streak for the Hoosiers. Only second loss of the year. The other one was to Stanford all the way back in the second game of the year, who's a top 15 team. So here's what's coming up for the Lady Hoosiers really quick. Minnesota at home at Purdue, Northwestern at Maryland, at Ohio State, and they will host Iowa coming up on February 22nd. So keep that in mind. That'll be at home here in Bloomington. So Indiana Lady Hoosiers have a chance to make up for that as well. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Be sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube. It's free. We're climbing towards 1,700 subscribers. It would mean the world to me if we could get there. So help us do that. Like the video as well. Find us on any of your audio platforms. We're free and available there. You can find us on X as well, at Locked on Hoosiers. And tomorrow, we'll have a full preview episode, Indiana and Purdue. Excited to have it. Excited to watch it. And hopefully, we'll have a fun reaction show go up that night as well. So that'll be coming up tomorrow here on the show. Until then, Hoosier fans, stay safe. And I'll talk to you later.